what is up, everybody? Thank you uh, for tuning into the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. We're really excited about this new podcast. It's really designed to, to just be very casual, just a couple of leaders at Fathom talking faith, talking life, talking about how we can grow in our faith, where it's really going on between Monday through Saturday, not just on Sunday. So uh, tune in, listen to the conversation, open your heart, and pray that, that this really helps. Welcome, welcome. This is Fathom Beyond Sunday, where we take the conversation from Sunday and move it into the week and give us some practicalities and some things that you might struggle with uh, to get us to go deeper in our relationship with God. Today, we have our usual suspects, (laughs) Pastor Kyle Nelson. I haven't been a suspect in a while. Well, now you are. Probably since that one time I stole a canoe in the the subdivision. (laughs) Wait, wasn't there another time when you stole like candy or something from a store? I mean... I was a... I was a... I've got some stories. <laughs> now, this one's a funny one, though. This is a good way to start the podcast. We <laughs> we were super into this MTV show back in the day with Johnny Knoxville. I won't, oh, gosh. You know, that show. <laughs> we're super into it. And so we would make our own videos of this, <laughs> uh, doing stupid things. And I think they had, uh, on their show, they had something that was like urban kayaking or something like that. Oh, lovely. I can only You're imagine. not familiar with the show, clearly, because you don't know this one. I think that was a popular one. No. So we decided we would borrow a kayak or a canoe. I think it was a canoe, actually. And so turns out we got chased by the cops. Oh, that's fantastic. And if my mom's listening to this, I don't think I ever told her about this. <laughs> we got chased by the cops through this like middle class like neighborhood with a golf course. And we're, getting, we're running on the golf course with the canoe overhead, kind of going over up and down the like hilly rolling hills <laughs> and the lights being sh- uh, shown on us and yeah and and uh, then we went out and we shot our video in the middle of the of the the main busy road Gracious. so yeah and you never ja- got Jackie's just rubbing her head like you're ruining this podcast <laughs> with your ridiculousness no it's not ruined it's just the new things that I learn every day oh yeah just- there is a there is a BC in Pastor Kyle <laughs> before Christ right? I guess we've all got some of that going yes, on yes we do yes we do it just doesn't seem like you though like oh you're all buttoned up and I don't know. I'm. Um, I'm actually really. I've been really tired today. We were just talking about how I just. I didn't sleep at all last night. Slept like four hours, and then, and then. So I've had to like over caffeinate, <laughs> like just to stay awake. I was just thinking about a few hours ago. I'm gonna be asleep on this table <laughs> when we try to talk. So I've got like extra caffeine. So if I talk fast and. Kinda, I kind of, that's what I feel like right now. He's a little, on the little jittery. now. <laughs> I, I usually don't get jittery because I don't drink much caffeine, but. Yeah, uh, I never drink caffeine because I can't, I can't handle it. Yeah. So <laughs> anywho, I'll, I'll try to talk slower today and, and no. not be so. <laughs> great story. Great story. There you go. <laughs> no, the, the backstory of Pastor Kyle. <laughs> yeah, there, there's plenty. We'll do one of those a week or something. <laughs> <laughs> be scared. <laughs> so <clears throat> now that we know about your Criminal past. Let's just Canoe call it what theft, it is. Yeah. And urban kayaking. Suspect. Um, <laughs> this week we talked about the Good Samaritan, and basically we you took it from a different angle and talked about the heart of the Good Samaritan and the heart he had. Um, do you want to go into that for yeah, a second? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, everybody's pretty familiar with the story, the, the parable of the Good Samaritan. A, a robber comes along and you know beats this this guy up and and um 
and, and then he, you know, he takes what he has and then a priest and a Levite come along and cross on the other side of the road mm-hmm. and don't help the man. And, and then a Samaritan comes along who in Jewish society was really looked down on and in, yeah. in, in Jesus's parable, he's, he's really the focal point. Um, and I, I kind of just took it from a lens of, uh, a generosity lens of a money mindset, even you could call it that the robber was a taker, that the priests and Levites were keepers and just keep what they had, stay away from the feelings of the, those that are hurting. Um, and the Samaritan was that of a giver's mindset that, that Jesus was calling to. I mean, he says, you know, go and do likewise. And so, um, yeah, that, that was kind of the just gist of it. Yeah, so absolutely. I love that. Um, I'd never looked at it from that perspective on things, but I thought it was really cool to see it from that angle um, just because understanding, you know, it cost the Good Samaritan something yeah. to participate in that yeah. kindness and that love. And so um, as I was thinking about what what are we going to talk about this week, mm-hmm. the thing that kind of stirred in me was how do we cultivate a heart of kindness and generosity? How do we, how, basically, how do we, how do we stir that up in yeah. us? Because it's not natural. Nope. Our natural inclination is to, to... For some, it is. It is. I will say for some. But that's a, a smaller group of yeah. people who, it's their love language. Yeah. You know, it might be their Absolutely. love language, as Gary Chapman would say. Or a spiritual gift. Because I know people mm-hmm. who are... I'm just like, but that's not even natural. That's supernaturally yeah, gifted, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So it's an it's an extra grace that God's placed in their life that might not mm-hmm. even be natural for them. Well, and I think I think too that there are you know we see generational curses, but there are generational blessings mm-hmm. that come from you know yeah. say like a generation or two ahead of you that where they cultivated generosity, mm-hmm. and because they cultivated that generosity, yeah. it was passed down to you as a generational blessing. Yeah, and so you're those people are reaping the benefits of a family who created generosity as a, as a gift. Yeah, certainly. I, I think there's a lot that goes into it. I think, th- I mean, we, we talk, I talked about the, the, the uh, taker, keeper and giver mindset. I, I could also take it in a different direction where it's a scarcity mindset versus yeah. an overflow mindset and like a mm-hmm. generosity mindset or a blessed mindset. And it's how do we look at what we have? Yeah. You know, and with the heart as well that says, I actually want to grow in this. This is a part of my discipleship. This is a part of my calling as a believer. This yeah. isn't like Jesus talked about the poor so much. Yes. And like to care for the needs of the poor, to care for widows, to care for others who could not help themselves. And um, so Jesus talked a ton about this stuff. And yeah. it's, it, there, he talked about money a lot. But again, as I talked about on Sunday, it's really because after our heart. But there's also this aspect that we're called to be a blessing and like to meet to meet needs and, and to just to bless people. So. Um, I think, like I said, the scarcity mindset is where a lot of people live. Yes. Because, but, and, and the scarcity mindset is not even a matter of what you have. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of who your father is. Yes. Oh my you know, goodness, I mean, yes. don't, don't you know, like people who, um, you know, like trust fund babies. I, I think I preached on this not too long ago, like yeah. the trust fund baby thing. And I don't even know what series that was. It was something. It, wasn't it was the this one, one before this. Pretty well, sure. 
Was it? I think so. I don't know. They bleed together. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Everything bleeds together right now. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's knowing knowing who our father is because like, you know, a, a trust fund baby that's got that credit card and yeah. just always spend it because we know dad's going to pay for it. Now I'm not talking about being stupid here. You right. Know, God hasn't called us to be stupid, to use wisdom. But the mindset where where there's never enough, where there's never enough and we always, and we always want more. And, and that could be if we're struggling, if we're paycheck to paycheck, or, I mean, oftentimes the, those mindsets I hear more in people who have like extra zeros on their, yep. on their oh, bank yes. accounts and their incomes. I hear it more from there. People who have no business saying there's we don't have enough complaining about it i don't know if they're just trying to put off that air that no no, no we really don't have it but i think it's a mindset thing i think it, it's I really there's do. never I think enough it's a fear it's a fear that they're not that they're not going to have it when they need it yeah money they're consumed yeah, by money i mean we i didn't grow up <laughs> well off at all mm-hmm. um but the generosity of god was always there and not because we did anything to deserve it. I, I mean, I guarantee you my parents didn't tithe. Um, but when something was needed, it was always provided, mm. you know, mm. um, through family or through, you know, random generosity. There, It would just be over or just something working out that you're like, that shouldn't have worked out that way, you yeah. know. And it's it's really cool to see God work in that way. But I think if you've never had to see God work in that way, you you're almost tied to that scarcity mindset. Yeah. And, and, and I definitely want to get into, to talking about faith and, and how our faith to grow has to be stretched. And even, and even the idea that our faith grows is uncommon and unfamiliar to a lot of people Hmm. because they said yes to Jesus and their faith has just kind of stayed the same. Yeah. Because they're, unwilling to take any kind of step that stretches that faith and that's how our faith is stretched and so where it doesn't make as much sense where it is uncomfortable where it hurts like and and generosity is a place in which god stretches Mm -hmm. our faith i mean i can i can tell some stories on that here in a few moments but i would just say it starts with the mindset it starts with a, a willingness and a recognition that this is a part of my discipleship it's not just a side part. Um, it's and it and it's birthed out of that mindset. Is birthed out of my adoption as a son of the King who yes. owns it all, and it's all His. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just want to be a faithful steward and live for His kingdom, as we've been talking about. Not not my. That's own. something that I love about at least the heart of this house and mm-hmm. how we view. Um, money and generosity and giving and all of these things is that, you know, this is never about the actual number. It's not about some rule that is necessary to follow. Mm -hmm. It is about the posture of our heart. Mm -hmm. You know, we always go back to that, but the reality is, is God never asks us to do something for us to be just obedient slaves. Mm -hmm. He asks us to do them because he knows we need it Mm -hmm. because he knows we need to break down those things within us that are building up walls to keep him out. Well, and one of the things I didn't have time to go into and and really my first point was really just a tease (laughs) for our next series we're going to go into in November Mm -hmm. called The Blessing. When I I read through Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 through 3 and Abram's calling and, and that 
God said, hey, I want to bless you and you're going to be a blessing to the nations. And how at that time in the Old Testament, I kind of went by this pretty fast, but in the Old Testament, blessing was really seen as land and property. Even now, Mm -hmm. many people think financially and 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 even as New Testament believers, like Jesus, like took the attention away from property, yep, and possessions on this earth. And he said, mm, "Why do you worry about all the things that are gonna like rot and rust and destroy and, and destroy yep. on this earth? Like, why don't you store up your treasures in heaven, and that there's blessings beyond this life that Jesus wants us to be focused on. Jesus wants us to be focused on His kingdom and what builds up His kingdom, not." treasures of this of this world and um and it's and it's hard in this world there's a lot of shiny things no absolutely there's a lot of fun things more than there was in the first century (laughs) there's a lot more fun things now there's a lot more more things yeah and there's a lot i mean think about the advertising that's just drawing us in the ease of of amazon i mean so like we've been like i I have a you know like everybody a love-hate relationship with amazon oh absolutely Amazon I love the convenience. <laughs> like my son's birthday is today and we hadn't gotten him anything um, last night at like 5.30. Seriously, 5.30. And so we get it on the Target app. We find him a, a new game for the Switch and, and order it. And like, okay, shipped, can get it here in, in, in two hours. So like, but before he went to bed, we had the game. There it's like, you this go. is the world we live in. You know what I mean? Like it's yes. that quick to be able to get what we quote unquote need you know, right. it's like there goes that mindset thing, need as opposed to to it's, want. But but really, that's drawn away from our generosity bucket oftentimes is what we say we need, but we really want. It's really funny because something I was just thinking about was how I look at my children. And I I have this instinctual desire to, I mean, because because one of my love languages is gifts, You know, it just is. I love giving things to people. It just makes me happy. And if I can find that one thing that they love, that I'm like, here, this is for you. And it just is like everything that they wanted. That is like, that's like a high for me. I'm Mm -hmm. like, this is amazing. You know, like Mm -hmm. I, I, I knew you well enough to give you this. So for me, like I'm, I'm constantly when the kids' birthdays come up, I'm like, oh, well, I need to get this and this and this. And, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that they really love it. And, and. I was thinking to myself because our our daughter's birthday was yesterday. yesterday that's right. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a lot of October birthdays around here. We um, do. And my husband's birthday is the same day, and we don't make a ton of money, and we you know we just don't have a lot of excess in our budget. And so, um, I was thinking, you know, like I can't get everything that Eva wants and everything that Kenny wants. And I'm like, and I'm just so torn and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I know Kenny will be fine. He's not even going to care. He, he is not a gifts person. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's, he's practical. He's like, I want this and this and you know, that's like it. And, me, and if I, I don't get it, it's not a big t- deal. Taryn asked me what I want. I'm like, babe, I don't want anything. Yeah. We, we don't need anything. I'm like, but Amazon prime day that my underwear are on sale. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind hitting me with three pairs of those, that'd be awesome. So I already know what I'm getting for my birthday. There you go. <laughs> so, TMI, but there you go. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> we're simple as fellas. We're simple. Yes, yes. That's, I mean, that's pretty much Kenny. Can I have new socks? I'm like, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> but low maintenance around here. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's Kenny's favorite thing. Fun fact. Kenny go. loves new socks. That's awesome. Cause I, I buy him new socks every once in a while. You do uh, actually. Yeah. It is, it is his favorite that's thing. Cool. Like, he would, he's like, if I could buy new socks every day and never wear a wash pair of socks, he's like, I would be in heaven. Oh, that's cool. 
but he would never do that. But right, yeah. in a, that's that's the that's the luxurious living he has in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so so I was thinking, and and you know, my girls they're not super materialistic mm-hmm. people. They're they they're five kids in a family with a low income, mm-hmm. so they just you can't be super get, materialist. Yeah. Super materialistic, um, but they were talking, and Eva wants all these Pokemon dolls, and they're super hard to find and super expensive. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't do that. And I was giving her her presents, and you know, it was like a controller I found on sale for the Switch, and I found one of the plushes on Amazon for relatively inexpensive, and then I found this bracelet that I knew she'd love. Yeah, and and she was. And she was opening her presents and she was just full of joy. And she wanted, I know that she wanted these like nine dolls, you know, these nine stuffed animals, but she got one. And in her mind, it was the best day ever. Not because of the stuff, but because I took the time to know, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was sitting here thinking, well, I didn't get her enough. I didn't do enough. And, and God was like, no, you've done more than enough. Mm -hmm. You've cultivated a heart for me and her, you know? And that's the thing that matters is like, what are we cultivating? Are we cultivating a heart that says, you know, I'm, I'm going to find joy in everything. Yeah. You know, Emma, the other day, she, she was giving something out to her sisters and she's like, I'm going to be last. And I'm like, and she's like, it's good to be last. And I'm like, why do you, why do you think it's good to be last? I'm like, sometimes when you're last, you don't get anything. And, I, and I'm sitting here like trying to defend her, want, needing to want to be first. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's okay. It's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. All right, God, I hear you're you. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus preached about that. You're right, Mom. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. Like yeah. my heart needs to shift because mm-hmm. she's got the right attitude yeah. and I'm sitting here yeah. like, no, 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 you need to fight for yourself. And she's like, no, it's cool. Yeah. Like if I don't get a piece of cake, it's fine. And I'm like, yeah. And, and a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of us are in that place. I mean, we just realize, um, I don't know, just the more that, that, and that's any Stanley says like, there's some desires that'll never be fully and finally satisfied. They're, they're not problems to f- like solve. They're tensions to manage, and like yes. that's something always in our heart. We're gonna have to constantly, because even if we get through one, you know, year or two, or you know, while we're raising kids, and we understand it's like we may get to a different, you know, season of our life, and we're like uh, that. That changes, and so we have to constantly, and, and that's where I think it's a beautiful thing is that the heart of God is that of a giver. Yes. And I was just thinking about how much God wants to give good gifts to his children yep. in his economy in God's economy. As I talked about on Sunday, having faith in that, it doesn't work like that of the world. He has so much. He just wants to open up the windows of heaven to us. Yes. But he doesn't just do that all in one day. Mm-hmm. He's doing it as he's drawn us into the beauty of the life that he's called us into. And as we're learning about w- what real blessing is and what his heart is, and as we fall into that, we just find so much joy and purpose and meaning in this life that's not about getting, but it's about giving. I mean, we say that yeah. at Christmas, it's more <laughs> blessed to give than to receive. And and that's scripture, first of all. And and yeah. second of all, um, it's it's true <laughs> like that it we get to the place, but... I think a lot of people can say that, um, but not really believe that and not really want to live that. 
it's crazy because I there was a day um, Kenny and I we had we had everybody in the car we were going somewhere and we were sitting in the car we never have cash on us it's it's just sometimes I'm like okay I just need to go get cash so I have something to give when we're sitting at a light actually a while back we made these um, homeless bags the kids yeah, yeah I remember that oh well we did oh, yeah, it we, yeah, for, we did it at the church but yeah. we, the kids and I also did it okay, cool. prior to that or before that to uh, just because Eva was always like there is a person on the side of the road. We need to do something. And so, you know, it is something we do now. Mm -hmm. Like if there is someone we are there, we are giving. It's just because, honestly, because of our kids, because I mean, when we have it, we do it, but we would never do it all the time until then. I'm going to do that with my kids too. I I, I really like that because it happens all the time. And, and it does. In, in our brains, we can reason, oh, they're panhandling or they're just right. looking for cash or they're just looking, I just need a beer or whatever it is. Right. And we, we want to do that, but we don't have the money to just kind of freely throw that around. So like having yeah. something tangible to be able to bless yeah. with anyway is great. And so that's, that's something that we have done in the past and we, we usually do it pretty regularly. We haven't not done it the last mm-hmm. uh, few months with COVID and everything because mm-hmm. we weren't sure. And then. Yeah. you know whatever but we need to get back in it anyways one day we so we went to get sandwiches to go do whatever we were going to do and we were sitting in the parking lot and we go and I go get the sandwiches and I come back to the car and got, Kenny's like I need to give something to this homeless guy sitting over there because there was a guy sitting over by a tree and he hadn't asked for anything he hadn't done anything but and Kenny was like but all I have is this 20. Those are my favorite ones when they're not asking. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> You're just like, like just I just want to give to you now. Yeah. Well, Kenny was like, I only have this 20. He's like, what do you think? And I'm like, you know, whatever you feel like you got to do, yeah. you know? And, and so he found a one somewhere in our car amongst the craziness and he pulls it out and he's like, okay, I'm let's, you know, let's go pray for the guy and we'll give him a dollar. Well, we go and we pray for the guy and he's like, he pulls out his wallet and he pulls out that 20 and he just goes here. I feel like you need this. And the guy just starts crying oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm, and of course I'm crying. Yeah. I'm about to cry now because yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Um, but he just starts crying and he's like, how can I pray for you? Mm. And Kenny and I are like, all right well <laughs> you can pray for us in this way you know and we're, yeah. we talked to him and so we sat there for a good 15 minutes just talking to the man yeah and it i cannot tell you it felt like we met jesus that day mm. just in that moment the yeah. presence of the holy spirit was so heavy and that conversation was so anointed yeah i mean it was incredible i mean G- jesus said like some will come and and be like but but when did we see you yes well when i was in prison Mm-hmm. when I was naked, when I was hungry. And he's talking about in moments yes. like that. In exactly. Which, in that really, it's that light of um, the image of God that's in every human. Yep. You know, and 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 Jesus brought, really tried to, he lived in such a way when he came and made his dwelling among us. He lived in such a way to turn our eyes to the poor. And um, in America, you know, we... Um, it's easy just to go about our lives yeah. and, and to not um, incline ourselves in that way and, and focus our eyes there. And so um, I, I think that that goes into say like one of the greatest ways to 
to um, what well, well, I forget the word you you used, but to um, stir up generosity in our heart and cultivate mm-hmm. a heart. That's the yep. word you <laughs> cultivate a heart of generosity. Is to start being generous. <laughs> yes. Yep. Like frankly, you begin to break up the hardness of your heart, and it becomes a discipline of your life. Yeah. And the discipline of your life becomes who you are. It's like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you start? You know, <laughs> shedding the pounds. How do you start you just, doing that? Just go. You, you start going. You start <laughs> yeah. doing what really healthy people do. You start doing these things, and well, I, I start doing what generous people <laughs> do, and I start giving, and I start finding yeah. moments like that. And I think we make it a lot harder than that a lot of times. Yes. And it's. And it's really not, <laughs> it's yeah. really not. I mean, there's a spiritual side to it. There's a heart side to that mm-hmm. where we do it in a pure heart, but it's doing that. And then I think understanding that really when we're, we can begin to cultivate that and it becomes who we are. But then there's these moments in which our faith is stretched and we're called to do something that actually makes us uncomfortable and the boundaries of our trust are, mm-hmm. and the depth of our trust is challenged. And uh, those are such gifts mm-hmm. of moments in our life. And um, in fact, I, I, I've just learned that oftentimes it's when things are the thinnest, um, when the bills are not there, I, uh, when it, it's tighter, it's like, oh, actually, I need to sew. I need yep. to sew. I need to find a place to sew. Um, and it's so counterintuitive, but <laughs> it's, it, it, if I've seen it one time, I've seen it a hundred times of just God show up through that. And, um, every once in a while there'll be a, a big thing that I need to like raise and God will just give me a number and be like, so this and yep. somewhere to somebody. And, and that's a moment in order to extend the, uh, the borders of my trust, the depth of my trust. And, and, um, every single time he, he shows up, let me, let me tell a quick story. Um, cause we were just talking about uh, money that you've got to raise for, uh, your mission stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we, we it went live on, on this podcast and, um, and I've told the story, you've, you've probably heard this, but a lot of people listen and haven't, um, before we, I mean, we were moving, I mean, we had to, to raise $150,000. So we thought, you yeah. know, uh, it ended up being a lot more than that. Um, so, cause we ended up taking on this property right. and renovating a lot more. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I probably would have never like you left said yes to that number yeah i mean it was like in <laughs> in stages but um that year leading up to really felt like you know i just had abram abraham in my mind you know god saying i'll i'll, I'll take you to the land i'll, I'll show you just go like yeah. get up and go and so we just kind of set in our heart god's taking us somewhere and we don't know where and we're just going to move and and we were talking to our pastor and it was all private nobody knew yeah except for our pastor and um and we've talked about this before mm-hmm. personally, but um, there was three things over the course of that year that God did in my life to really grow my faith. They were major things. Um, one was on, I, I mean, I'll make this this long story short. One was on a mission trip to Australia when my son was, my oldest was nine months old. Right. It was like a two and a half week trip to Australia. And I was just un, really uncertain about going, um, but I kind of kept my one foot in, one foot out, hadn't Mm -hmm. raised any money and just right up to it, you know, God just basically opened a door, put it on, on a guy's heart who said God kept him up all night 
said, hey, I, I need to meet you. He texted me the next morning, and he said, I need to meet you. I'm like, okay, it's random. And a single guy, I mean, in, in the military, and and um, comes to me and just hands me a, just a wad of cash, like <laughs> thousands of dollars for oh me to gracious. go on this trip mm-hmm. and put me right to where I needed for this trip. And, uh, and I don't even think he knew anything about I was going on this trip. I, I didn't even know I was going on this trip, really. I was one <laughs> foot in, one foot out. So God did that, and then... Um, he, he, he moved in, in another, another way in, in, in my life and then another way in my life. And, and, uh, there was three things that year that God did to just show up and just build my faith and be like, yes. Hey, if I've called you to something, I'm going to provide it. And what that did is in, you know, 12 months time, my faith, when it came to finances, cause I feel like our faith is like general, but then we find out it's actually very specific sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's actually specific ways. Yes, I trust you, God, generally, but do I trust you in my finances? Right. I trust you generally, God, with my salvation, but do I trust you with my children? Yeah. <laughs> do exactly. I trust you with, you know, my job, my career, with this move, with this house, like with whatever it is, with my car, which mm-hmm. is like shaking and doing some weird things <laughs> right now. Do I trust you with that? And so we find the generalities get really specific, and that's when our faith grows, is in yep. these very specific ways. So I think I would just say that final way, maybe yeah. this is way to close us. I don't know what else you've got, but, um, is just submitting ourselves to moments in which God wants to extend the boundaries of our trust and deepen our faith in him through, through sacrifice and generosity through, yeah. through giving and straight up where he just wants to bless and show us his faithfulness and yeah. uh, receiving those moments and, and letting them build our faith. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's such a, that's a great way to end. (laughs) Um, I feel like you've gotten to hear a lot of testimony today and that is the biggest faith shifter. And I think in that you can get beyond working it out yourself, you know, getting into it and doing it yourself. So, um, we love you guys. We are so thankful that you got to hang out with us today. Um, and we look forward to next week. Yeah, like, share, subscribe. Let us know uh, how you're liking this podcast and maybe some things you'd like to hear us talk about in the future. We're bouncing off of things off of Sunday most of the time, but yes. we'd love to weave some things in that are on your mind, on your heart. Maybe we'll just do like a opening question or something. Like yeah, somebody's asking, yeah, yeah. shoot that way. Uh, Jackie, J-A-C-I at fathomchurchjacks.com. Yep, and we'll go. see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.